a dream weekend if you're a UCLA fan. Who had it better, basketball or football? Basketball or football? Basketball or... You are locked on UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, it's Zach Anderson, Yox Simer, your favorite Locked On UCLA host, diehard Bruins fan, and D1 play-by-play broadcaster. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Just post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Post your job for free, linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. So for a grand weekend heading into the beginning of the next week, into the holidays, Hanukkah, Christmas, everything in between, the Bruins, they find themselves full of joy in giving back to the UCLA fan base with not only two big basketball wins, but one Dante Moore in the football realm, the greatest recruit UCLA has gotten in the Chip Kelly era and arguably the greatest they've ever had since we've started ranking high school recruits. But we're not going to start with football. We already had our breaking news pod. We're talking basketball because they did something that has not been done in nearly two decades, if not even more. I was looking back on their history, their notes. Couldn't even really dive back that far. But UCLA got back-to-back ranked wins. And we're, we're not talking about March Madness here. We're talking about strictly the regular season. We're not talking about the NCAA tournament. We will technically include the Pac-12 tournament. But UCLA, from any frame of reference, has not had, way back when, predating Ben Hallen, McCronin, everybody, all the way to the early 2000s, about 0203, so two decades, UCLA hasn't done something like they did against Maryland and Kentucky, which was not only one win back-to-back ranked games against both what was then a number 20th ranked Maryland team after they suffered their third straight loss, and then a top 15 Kentucky team before they tumbled down near the 20th spot in the AP polls. And UCLA not only did that, something they haven't done in two decades, back-to-back wins against teams who are ranked, but doing it on the road or away from home at Maryland and in Madison Square, where UCLA, funny enough, last beat Kentucky in Madison Square in 15, about 15, 19 years ago, whenever it was. Um, but UCLA getting back-to-back ranked wins away from home in a non-March Madness setting. That sets the standard for UCLA, who, despite easily what could have been the strongest week in college basketball in terms of not just one win, but two very solid ones puts UCLA on seven straight wins, a 10 and two team that is now ranked number 13 in the country and would have been the talk of the town, at least through Monday to Tuesday. If Dante to LA was not trending and eventually turned into a big, big get for UCLA football, but UCLA basketball clearly won the week for now because UCLA football still has to build things. Basketball came through and had a big, big weekend. You go get a double, a, a demonstrative victory, 87 to 60, a game where UCLA was close to up 40 in that game, up 30 late before a lot of the bench players were playing almost exclusively the last six to seven, if not eight minutes between the Bruins and the Terps in front of a sold out 
Xfinity Center in College Park in Maryland in a future Big Ten battle. UCLA, one, dominated Maryland, two, went and played Kentucky in front of a very pro-Kentucky crowd in New York across the country, beat them to even the all-time series history between the two big-time Blue Blood programs, 8-8 and all-time, but UCLA in this seven-game winning streak has won every single game but when won in double figures. They beat everybody by at least 10, except for the Oregon game where they won that one by nine points. And even that one, yes, it was by nine. Oregon led at half and made UCLA scrap for it in their Pac-12 home opener quite a few weeks back now into, I guess, I guess not even quite a few weeks back, just a couple weeks ago. It's been a long time, and UCLA already is trending nicely upward in towards the top of the Pac-12, which will be very competitive up and down and topsy-turvy at times between opponents you just don't know what you're going to get out of from like Washington, Colorado. You don't know what you're going to get out of a, a USC team who just beat an Auburn team. So UCLA has their competition cut out for them, not even including Arizona because obviously they speak for themselves. So the Bruins building based on defense. UCLA, one, defense, and two, taking care of the basketball. First things first, defensively, just watching that Kentucky game, it was so impressive to watch UCLA get so many turnovers, so many steals, in which they just got their hands in the passing lane. UCLA forced 18 Kentucky turnovers on 11 steals. Jaime Hawkins Jr. with four, with Jalen Clark with four, and the game, if not this, if it wasn't already sealed, ending dunk to put the Bruins up by 10. And not only that, Kentucky was down by as many as 13. UCLA let them crawl back in it. You know, at times they can struggle to score this year. And the Bruins let them crawl back within two late in the final four and a half minutes, 55 to 53, in which UCLA then goes on an 8-0 run to end the game and didn't allow Kentucky to score over the last four and a half minutes of the game as they missed, I believe, 11, 11 straight shots to end the game as the Bruins walk away with a double-digit victory over Kentucky. That is tough-nosed basketballs. One, their best player, you could say Jalen Clark, in my opinion, who's been the most important best player when he's red-hot, healthy, not sick with the flu, and playing outstanding defense. The Bruins are tough to beat. Jaime Hawkins Jr., Pac-12 Player of the Week, has that footwork that's dreamlike in scoring 19 points, putting in double figures, 19 points against Kentucky on 12 rebounds, four assists, and a block with four steals. That's that's a Pac-12 winning effort, but it's been it's been Jalen Clark who's been fantastic. Campbell working ways to get the Bruins further going forward, and while Mari Bailey has been quiet as of late, getting eight points off the bench from a David Singleton. To add on to the big men for UCLA, who played spectacular defense against Kentucky's best player, Oscar Shibway, who went 4 of 12, 8 points, did have 16 rebounds, but the Bruins out-rebounded Kentucky by 1, and held them to less than 33% shooting from the field. Despite having to wait an extra 15 to 30, if not 40 minutes, to wait for that first game to end in New York between North Carolina and Ohio State, UCLA is hitting the floor with defense, and two, not turning over the basketball. So the second point is, they don't turn over the basketball. In UCLA's now 12 games they've played this year, every single one, they've forced more turnovers than they've given up. So every game this year, as they're 10-2, and two, seven straight wins, number 13 in the country, as high as number three 
in the Ken Palm rankings, which some people value more than the pollsters eye test for the Bruins, who have been red hot since Vegas. They have the best, third best arguable, if not number two, three, at least coming into that Kentucky game, offensive rating due to Ken Palm, largely because they shoot such a high percentage, usually within the 50%, if not higher, 40% from the field, and they just don't turn over the basketball at a ridiculous clip. They force so many turnovers that it leads to easy buckets that the Bruins are turning defense into offense. And while it not might not always be exciting and flashy, this is definitely what UCLA needs to win. It's been over two decades since they've had two back-to-back, since they've had back-to-back ranked wins. And most importantly, those came away from home where they've won about 15 straight before they go play UC Davis in their non-conference finale before the rest of the season is Pac-12 play. That's just the first part, right? UCLA football, my goodness, what a get in Dante Moore as we're going to talk about how that affected their recruiting. Their recruiting has been so impactful, not just with Dante Moore, but building over the last three months. How much so? Well, let's talk about it. But first, let's tell you about LinkedIn Jobs. Because, you know, you, you never know with LinkedIn Jobs, right? You never know with every new potential hire that they are high-stakes wagers for your small business. You just never know because you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. Check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs might be the will help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. That's why small businesses rank LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, welcome back. We've got Locked On UCLA basketball news. Boom, knocked that out with their big wins, vaulting up slowly but surely in the AP Top 25 rankings. And then now the big one, Dante Moore is a Bruin. And while we've already covered this in more of a breaking news fashion for UCLA, five-star QB, even rated higher if you go to composite rankings, more than Josh Rosen under the Jim Mora era. And this is quite the get from Detroit, Michigan, 6'2 about 210 he weighs, long, lanky, can fire the ball well. Greg Biggins has always been so kind on how good he is and what this is one of the most crazy, Greg Biggins being the 247 sports um, analyst in terms of breaking news and all these things when it comes to recruiting. UCLA with one of the more stunning developments, even I didn't believe it, that Dante Amore was the guy that was coming to UCLA. It was clear the Bruins were going to get a quarterback. And over the weekend, Colin Schley from Kent State who already himself is a four-star quarterback, committed to the Bruins, most likely as a grad transfer. He'd been a couple years at Kent State, I believe four mixed in with a redshirt and a COVID year. And then for UCLA, mind you, they still have Garbers, Justin Martin, and now Schlee. And all of a sudden, the high school kid, the class of 23 product, says, all right, I'm flipping my commitment from Oregon to UCLA. After it was announced, Oregon was having Bo Nix come back for one more year. And I've seen tweets and social media say it's arguable that both teams got better. Oregon got their Bo Nix for another year to try and be a title contender, a playoff contender in 2023. And for UCLA, they're building for the last year in the Pac-12 into their first year and first years of Big Ten play. Of course, Dante Moore, Michigan guy who was recruited by in-state recruits, right? But UCLA now using that California flair, the NIL money to go their way 
and the NIL, the NIL collectives with the California love mixed in with being able to play more games I saw tweeted. I forgot who tweeted it out. Because he flips to from Oregon to UCLA, barring more future conference realignment, he's going to play more games closer to home based on road conference matchups. And while the Big Ten schedules and divisions and all that hasn't been released when UCLA and USC are heading to the Big Ten just yet because it took so long for UCLA to get affirmed and confirmed to get to go to the Big Ten because of the UC Regents drama. We're still going to wait what that schedule looks like, but Dante Moore gets to play more games closer to home, flips his commitment, and UCLA, for the moment, has no questions at quarterback. At least they'll have four-star transfer in Schley. You have a five-star, highest-rated recruit in the Chip Kelly era, and the only five-star the Bruins have had in quite some time since the Jim Moore days under Chip Kelly as UCLA flips the commitment and one of the more stunning turnarounds, late recruitments, were one as you probably already heard. Dante Moore is a guy who didn't have UCLA in his finalist, didn't even make a visit until late in the game, and then found himself as a late Bruin commit in this one. So for UCLA, it was quite the get to get Dante Moore, who just builds and builds and builds this UCLA recruiting class into a respectable part of the country, right? They were near the bottom in the country when it came to class of 23 recruits. All the jokes are coming to Chip Kelly, and then they all, out of nowhere, unleashed a bomb shell in terms of grabbing Dante Moore, Dante to LA, the hashtag that's been trending over the last couple weeks. And UCLA turns it into a great grab of a class of 23 recruit. We're going to talk about it in just about a minute when we tell you more about the likes of Bet Online. Were you, if you're a betting man, would you have thought that Dante Moore is coming to UCLA? No, you wouldn't have thought that. Even I was thinking maybe they'll go after DJ, SoCal Kid, they'll go after someone else. Didn't think UCLA could pull a high school recruit from the snatches of Oregon and pull him over. Well, just know that Pet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting info, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Pro football, college bowl season, basketball, with just the World Cup action ending, everything. They've got it all with BetOnline.net. If you love podcasts with sports betting fix, you should check it out. Head to the website today. And use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Where it starts. So as I was teasing with Locked On UCLA, they've got basketball, they've moved to the Big Ten, and UCLA football has landed Dante Moore to help vault this class. Remember this, a few years ago, or excuse me, a few months ago, UCLA had that transfer you graphic that went out in middle of September, just over three months ago, and that caused some controversy. Other, other schools then decided, hey, we're transfer you. We have more starters who are being used from a transfer portal. Well, UCLA says, hey, this is what we've got in the class of 23. Excuse me, I'm, I'm choking on this episode big time. So, where, yeah, just the sore throat from the sheer excitement of Dante Moore. As the excitement grows 
for the Bruins in this class of 23, building into the Big Ten. UCLA, since that transfer you tweet, went from zero five stars, two four stars, and four three stars, a recruiting class that looked like the number 85th in the country, depending on what rankings you use. You have the 34th transfer ranking, which obviously was going to change when the portal opened up. And then now you got a five-star in Dante Moore. You have the likes of three four-stars, including losing their top recruit, Roderick Robinson, who was a four-star two months ago. So the Bruins had to re-recruit. They got Jeremiah McClure, the receiver. Grant Schley is technically a transfer portal four-star, which is what I'm counting in this, freshmen and transfers in this ranking. So they upgraded. They have more four-stars, and that doesn't even include. Hey, they've got more four-stars, and they had to add more because Roderick Robinson, their top running back, who left and flipped for Georgia in October, UCLA got another four-star on top of that. Three stars, Chip Kelly, I counted if I counted right, depending on the rankings, including transfers, has 14 three-stars, started off in the transfer portal with Oluwafemi Oladejo from Cal, a linebacker that had 17 tackles against the Bruins in the Cal versus UCLA game. So for UCLA, this is what they had to do, build in the portal, build and build and build in the portal. So then now they go from the top 85 in the country to a top 22 team in terms of recruiting in the class of 23 where UCLA says, hey, we can certainly, certainly compete with the big guys out in the Midwest with our crosstown rivals, anything. UCLA just grew that much exponentially when it came to recruiting top 90 to near top 20 with still recruiting rankings before signing day to flip to change and probably grow in UCLA's benefit what a crazy turn of events for UCLA coming with the Dante Moore flip but it's been building this is something people haven't been seeing until Dante Moore was the big headline but this recruiting class helped out from the composite rating of Dante Moore though has grown and grown and grown into a monumental get for a solid recruiting class that still is going to only get bigger with more portal gets and maybe some even more late flips under Chip Kelly. That's right, hashtag Chip Flips. He he flips those recruits, baby, as they get those transfer portal guys and as he flips Dante Moore. So since that transfer you tweet, UCLA, who probably recruited Dante Moore like a transfer portal guy, Got him to UCLA, added a transfer portal quarterback that was seemingly ranked higher than DJ Uyunglele, and still found themselves building and building from the last year of the Pac-12 into the first year of the Big Ten. So from top 90, approximately, to top 20, depending on what rankings you use, the Bruins have grown exponentially with their 23 and beyond hopes starting into the Big Ten, which just only proves, hey, Chip Kelly, he's here to stay and he wants to win Books and ball, brother. Books and ball. UCLA is here and ready to go. We've got everything locked on UCLA. Coming up throughout the weeks, more portal commits. We'll look at what UCLA still needs to recruit, whether it be in the portal or in the likes of high school recruits the next couple of years. Basketball, they've got their last non-conference game. Everything on this holiday season 
It's Locked On UCLA. Go check that Locked On Sports today. Make that your second listen. But for Locked On UCLA listeners, get your hands in the air. A clap time, baby. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You see. L.A. UCLA fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins.